0: Alright. Had a pause for a minute talking to my family. Um I wanna lead y'all to another song that uh yeah it's hard to hear a little bit, but I'll catch up onto that wave that I had to drop for a minute, but I stayed on my surfboard, so let's listen to this. And it's a uh, shine down, skip ads. Three, two Monsters. I'm sure you've heard this before. I've seen them in concert. They're awesome. Come on, jump on this way. We darkness. Remember,
1: monsters. Good for you. You fooled everybody. Good for you. You fooled everyone. Good for Good for you, now you're somebody, good for you, you're there anymore, don't leave your weapon on the table, write them down, I'm very able, don't get angry, don't discourage, take a shot of liquid courage, cause my monsters are real! You're mine, you're good for you, you, good for you, you, are good good for you you hurt good good for you you are good good for you 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 have on the table, wrapped right, in call a say a prayer, you choose a God you think is fair, cause my monsters are
0: are real who out there has got monsters not on the bed and tell your kids that there's no monsters i'll go under there with a baseball bat and tell show them look you're good (laughs) but those monsters not under the bed but in your mind in your heart in your soul the pain in your body i was there and your monster may be bigger than mine who knows my mind might be bigger than yours (laughs) But it's pain and it's real and it's raw and it's dark and it's hate and it's evil. But it can be negated from your life. Trust me. I wouldn't be here talking to you right now if I didn't fight the fight. I was in a place that the monsters were real and the devil and the demons is real whether your mind's right and they enter your life or it's not either way just like god was trying to press on me hard with these messages these signs these things that i did not i heard kind of muffled sounds but it was not me listening to him but now i see since i've thought that and he saved me i see further than anybody even with eyes that need to be checked up, you know, I can see that I'm gonna be okay. I know I'm gonna be okay. Those monsters—they don't stop torturing you. It's not like—I mean, you know—you die, and then no, when you go to hell, it's the torture you will feel. You would—you will everything. And you'll be laughed at. Because your soul is gone. They'll be twisted and turning it. Still, you will have to watch the most horrific things that your eyes can still see. Not beauty. You have beauty all around you right here. Come on. Wake up to win. Stay up at night to spend with me. I'm walking, pacing in circles. (laughs) My family's probably like, what is she doing? (laughs) But these steroids, too, are making me uh, jittery. But I have to take the meds, those monster meds. I need a monster energy drink. But, uh, yeah, so I went through a lot of stuff where I was just seen as a joke and called every name in the book and uh, not treated well at all. And that's not just by one person. And I don't go on this podcast to... Share names. If you know me, you probably know who I'm talking about. But it is not unknown that I've been through hell. <laughs> and I survived hell. Um, but it's not to point fingers totally at somebody's name to do that. That's not the purpose. So any haters, let you be my motivators, but bye. Because I'm the winner here. I am the winner because I know who saved me, who allowed me to run from a house fire, who allowed me to survive a car accident a month later and a couple bad close calls this past month, and allowed me to ultimately, before even realizing how powerful he is, having faith before but shaken and almost gone and then restored, But he allowed me to still be here through chronic pain over a decade, to go through the prescribed narcotic battle, being on 13 different medications at once, having gout in my legs, plantar fasciitis. I have a bad back before I had a bad spine. Unfortunately, I've been domestically abused and in many other ways abused. I allowed that. Some of it I felt trapped in and fearful, yes. Not just for me, but my family. How horrible is that? Dark, dark. I want you to think dark, dark, dark. And then I want you to hear my voice. The joy of being here. Of being able to miss my kids, even though I cry every night. It's because the joy comes in me. Yes, missing them, being sad because they're only a few hours away. And, of course, I'm sick right now, so I can't be here. I know I'm supposed to get them today, but It's okay. But I want you to know that anything you're going through, I mean, look at me now. Just look at me now. I'm not 100% back to Kristen. So if you do hear comfort from me, if you just hate like my voice, thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know. That's been coming up a lot. But I am. That's a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> I hate hearing myself sometimes. I'm like, I have to listen to the podcast only because I don't know if my device failed on me. No, sorry about the drama, but advice drama, be my DD tonight. That's what we're going to call it. I'm not going out tonight, but that's all right. I kind of wanted to go out tonight. I got invited to go out tonight, but I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea on three different COVID meds. Uh, but no, it would be fun to get out on this little bit of chilly night. But, uh, that's another thing, you know, a lot of people suffer with and I'm one of those. Um, I'm gonna be fine this winter. I know I'm gonna be fine for the rest of my life. But in York, you might go to puppy jail tonight. <laughs> Stop interrupting me, my dog. But yeah, I think he just is cold and he wants to steal what little heat I have. I don't wanna freeze. Now you made me forget what I was talking about. No. York, you're a distraction. But you're cute, cute. <laughs> Y'all think I'm crazy. It's okay. I'm good. Crazy. No, but seasonal depression is a thing. Totally. You know, and this season, let me tell you this seasonal depression, I'm going to battle it off quickly right now. You know, I might get in the little days that, you know, everybody has their days. Are you feeling a funk or whatever else? But I know I'm going to be okay. That's my point. I know I'm going to be okay. But the battle that I'm really got my dukes up for even though I know I'm going to be okay is the battle of the dark season that is about to come back in my head from a year ago. You know, once it turns February again, I mean, I have triggers and I think about this house fire all the time and the horrific things that went on. And I, in the first song, wanted to tell you too, Lund, that song, it talks about no survival put me into like suicidal, you know, I have had suicidal ideations. I have literally put a knife to my chest. I have a scar on my skin, on my heart, but my heart is restoring. Not totally all the way. There's stuff still it pulls at my strings, but I have the armor that I'm building and it's going to continue to build. With God, Jesus Christ, thank you for your sacrifice. And the Holy Spirit, thank you for allowing me to share these messages to people and bring comfort. Even if it's not spiritually right now, you can rise up to that. Don't be skeptic. Have an open mind. Have an open heart. Because there have been people that you would never have guessed have gone to light. But do you want to just go to the dark? I'm telling you, don't these temporary things in your life that may seem like they are making you better, but you know, in the back part of your mind, they're not. And when I talk about all this stuff towards y'all, tell me, tell me a few, you know why? Because I've been there. I've worn that t-shirt. Those t-shirts are burned in the house fire. It's okay. I have new stuff. I'm actually very thankful for what I have a roof over my head, you know, shoes to have on, you know, things are just things. But your soul is not just a thing. And think about it. A lot of this hate in the world. Let me just touch on one thing with racism. Because I'm not going to go into certain ethnicities with this. Because I don't believe in that. Purple, green, white. I don't care what you are. Anything. Yellow, black, gray. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter to me. You're a person. You're a human being. And only the other thing I'm going to say on that is, you know, that thing that's beating in your heart, maybe slow, maybe fast, maybe balanced out great right now. Listening to my voice. I'm just joking. That heart anatomically, maybe everybody's heart is a little different on the inside, but it's a heart. Regardless of your skin tone, it's inside of you. It is a heart heart. We all have hearts. We all have souls. We all have minds. The body carries it, but the spirit carries the body. So think about that next time you want to judge somebody for their skin color, for anything, gender, whatever it may be. Think about it. And if you have kids... Um, This going to be the last time I talk about this on this podcast because I start to get passionate more around up. But I feel my anger coming out a little bit. You know, I am not an angry person, but I do get so disappointed. And I haven't always been the best sister, daughter, granddaughter, friend, wife, mom, at times, hate to say, because I was not okay but I still have my mind, everything else. But as far as that goes, I mean, if you have kids or anybody, I mean, think about it. People, are, if you're at your job, the person underneath you, they're looking at you like it, you need to have respect and, and you're getting trained and everything else and whatever. So it's like you want to have respect for each other. But look, if you have kids around, please don't say words of, about race and th- these things. They're there because you and somebody else brought them into this world to cherish them, to help them grow, to help them stay out of the darkness. You don't want your kids to be that. No revival with suicidal. You don't want that. And I've had friends that have passed from that. And if you're going through that or if you've had a loved one go through that, um, I'm sorry for your loss. I mean, there's nothing else you can really say. That doesn't even do it. There's nothing you can say that's going to take that pain. But over time, yeah. It's just like when you have these tragic things that happen in your life. As time goes by, it fades a little bit. You know? But it's still there. At least you face once you are able to take those baby steps and go forward in your life, at least you're facing your music, your song, your story, and you're tilting your kaleidoscope around and you're deciding the image you want after this life. The image you want now, actually. What do you want now? Let's talk about now before we talk about that. But that and now have a lot to do with each other does. It does. It does. Jump on the wave with me. Can you catch it? Come on. I'll put my hand out and I'll grab you. I've got big muscles. Not really. They're all right, <laughs> But I'm a lot healthier right now. I might maybe be sick with all this, whatever it is. I might be in pain more now and having to medicate more, which stinks. I don't like taking medicine at all because I was on so much. You know, I was on a walking cane three years ago. I mean, People have gotten their legs amputated and climbed mountains. Why can you not climb the mountains that are there? That they're hard to get over, you know? But God will put ones in your way too to see, you know what? Let's see how strong this person is. And he knows the strength is there. He doesn't want you to hurt. He wants you over that dark space. You're not alone. I know what it feels like to be in a room with tons of people hanging out, sociable. And I feel this heaviness on my chest, and I feel alone still. I've been there because I was not healthy, not good at all. And I kept, Once somebody handed me the shovels, pretty much I kept going and digging and digging, puncturing the soil. As hard as I could to dig that grave. And that grave, it was pretty set for me. But God allowed me to put those tools down. It is a miracle. I am a miracle. God is miraculous. I don't want you to be in my shoes or in my bare feet in the cold rain after a house fire in the dark in people's yards I didn't know. Fire trucks going around. I see the lights. Blue ambulance all through this neighborhood in Crestview. Looking for me, thinking I was dead. Or maybe she started the fire. I did not. But my mind was not okay. But I was I was dying. Yeah. I was not well. But what's well right now? Let me take you from the dark to the light. Dun, 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 dun. I love that. My That reminds me of my son. Both of them. Ty likes it too. My older son. The Star Wars. But I talk about it like I'm old. Eight. You know, the Star Wars. <laughs> I haven't even watched all of them all the way through. But Dawson, my youngest, he's amazing too. Both my kids. They're just, their imaginations are great. But their talents Art and just music and dance and stuff is so great. They're about to go in Taekwondo, I think, but I think I'm going to put them in there. But, so, Dawson, you know, do his little Star Wars dance and everything else like that. But he actually was born in Saudi Arabia. In Jeddah, we were right by the Red Sea. My husband and my me at the time, and then Ty and Dawson. But, uh, you know, he was born in Jeddah, and he loves... Jedi and the stormtroopers and all that so I always call him my Jedi 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 baby he's my birthmark baby too because I have one on the back of my arm if you know you've seen it it's it's pretty dark and not huge but anyways when he was born that's the first thing I saw you know I heard his his cry and then I looked up and I saw a birthmark on his chest that looked close like mine I think it's cool um some people wouldn't think anything of it but I think it's cool because I was born in Japan, so that was my birthmark, and then he's an international baby, so that's awesome. I got to get their birth certificates redone and mine and my social security card and their social security card. and probably some other stuff that was in my file cabinet. Oh well, see, it'll be all right. I'm grieving stuff. It's almost done. It will be finished on Halloween. I've decided to write a letter. This is one of coping things I can do. I've done this at a therapy center. April, I was there. Around the, look, my dog is tripping on some stuff now. Um, they were doing a fire one night, a bonfire thing, you know, and people playing guitars and singing around the fire. And I had got nervous before they lit it and told my friend, I said, I don't know if I can do this. And then I sat there for a minute and I decided that, I was going to write a letter to, because I'm at a therapy center. I, I had to tell myself real quick, Kristen, you're here. <laughs> Stop, York. you start running it? My dog's trying to trip all over me. I step on his foot. Lord. You okay? You can't get under my feet. He paws at me, like, all the time in my face. He wants to lick everything. He likes to my feet, he likes to my face, and I know he looks his butt. Anyways, sorry. You're right. But anyways, so, what was I talking about? I have memory loss, significant memory loss. Yeah, that's from being on a lot of vacations at once, and one that causes memory loss. Don't you love side effects, y'all? Uh, so my Jedi baby i birthmark baby. I think it's cool, things like that. And uh, Ty's got his freckles like his daddy, kinda. They're so cute. My kids are so cute. And that's one thing. I'm. It's been. It's still a journey, forever journey with Dawson. He has autism. He's seven. He's doing great, but he's he's had some issues. You know, still with behavior and stuff. So we're both trying to team up, working with that. And uh, yeah, I love my kids. I miss them. I don't know where I was going totally with that, but I know what I'm talking about, so I can just keep talking about stuff. But, uh, yeah, so having your kids see you in pain so much. They saw me in a lot of pain all their lives. When I was pregnant with both of them, I had to take meds, you know, but they've seen me grow and get stronger, but they've seen a lot of stuff. There's things that are going to stay a little bit there. But what you do with that is major, major, major. Because if you decide to let that just weigh down on you, you know, hit your stomach all the time, these little twinges, if you decide that, that twinge, that pain is going to be unbearable. It's going to be in the depths of hell. You don't want to be there, I'm telling you. You have to work on yourself. Oh, my coping tools. Let's go back to the fire. See, I just remembered. I was talking to you about at the therapy center. I didn't want to start thinking about them lighting a fire. And I was about to back off. But I told myself, Christine, you're here for a reason. You know? So immediately I went and got a notebook and a pen. And I wrote a letter to the house. And a letter to him. And so, when I say him, I mean the toxic him. But the house was just a house. You know, it was not made a home like I wanted. But I had to write a letter of like, I forgive you for this. But I'm sorry that you didn't love me how you should have. I'm sorry if I was let down or disappointment. But I forgive you. For allowing me to even think that I was a bad person. And I forgive you for accusing me. I forgive you for everything. Because I have to and I pray for you. That's not the exact letter. I don't even know if I have it. I may. No, I don't. Wait. Duh, Kristen. Right? Are y'all catching on to this? Where do you think I went? I'm seeing if you're awake. Tap, tap, tap. Where do you think I went with that letter? I couldn't face the fire. You know, I ran from house fire. Escaped because it would have been an explosion if I went back to that house that night. But I ran towards the fire after I got my coping tool, which was a pen, not a shovel. And I decided to write on this piece of paper because this is part of my healing. This should be take notes, please. Rewind. You don't even have to take notes. Writing on, on a piece of paper is great, though, sometimes. You put the motion into it. I'm putting the motion in the phone. Sometimes I dance around while I'm, I'm doing this, you know, whatever. But so that was a major change and a lot of differences between the two. But one of the similarities is the strength. It took me a lot to go and write that, just writing it. But then I went around after they finally started the fire, I sat with my friend, he held my hand, and he said, it's going to be okay. But while the fire was going, I read that out loud, I don't know, there's probably 30, 40 people, I don't know, it was was a lot of people around, so I, as loud as I could, read this letter, crying, and saying, I'm sorry that I brought my kids to that awful house one time, you know? And... read it I got it out of my system I allowed myself to have the choice to have a chance to have positive change in my life that little baby step it was a baby step towards something but it for me was a huge burden that was taken off of me but it wasn't all gone and isn't all gone I can tell you I still have struggles I still have battles I still have things that feel heavy but I face it As quick as I can. Sometimes, yeah, I just kind of (laughs) like bury myself underneath a blanket. But that's better than burying yourself in the ground. Hallelujah to that. God is good. I want you to feel the light after so much passion that runs through my veins. And I share. I donate my blood. I did a couple weeks ago. You should too. I'm an organ donor, too. Let's not go too dark. But it is <laughs> Halloween weekend. Anyways, that was a horrible, like, scare tactic. Mm-mm. i got to get better at that. So, yeah. I have a, I had neck surgery a few years ago. I need it again. Eventually, I had bone spurs going all towards my spinal cord. And I was in a car accident in March. And then, <sighs> this gets tiring talk. I should record this and then just. Play it on my other device never mind and then almost two other car accidents recently and yeah my neck and, and back are bad and, and my a lot of other things not bad just they are injured still recovering we'll just say let's just say recovering instead of bad maybe look I just i self-talk self-talk Kristen why are you even saying that all the time just say you know Recovering. You're still recovering from a lot. It's not. It's a recovering back. It's not just a bad back. Bad sounds so bad, I guess. Now that I'm hearing myself say it more, it's like recovering. Recovering is at least going towards something. Bad is just bad, right? But then we say, it always get better. Not if you don't do a little something, because somebody else and some medication and some this and some that, some numbness. That's not going to take away that bad. That's not going to take away that tragedy. That's not going to take away the pain that you allowed yourself to keep. It's not. It's not. To so my friends, the light is beautiful. I mean, when I escape from all this, but I still, when I say escape, I meant physically, you know. And then went back to this person a couple times, which is not okay. Short-lived. Short, short short-lived. Thank God. My mind still wasn't okay. It was messed with so much. There were chains wrapped around my heart. But I got to after I fought off the devil, the demons. God saw me. So weak. But still have so much strength and a little piece of my soul. He allowed me to go up to him and have a come to Jesus meeting and the Holy Spirit that's where the light comes from think about it I got to see feel, hear the light now how do you do that right? how? you praise our creator, the man upstairs God. We're children of God. And you thank Jesus Christ for a sacrifice. And you realize that the beauty in this world was not created by the devil. So if you love yourself, you don't love yourself, but you love somebody else, but you have joy that you've had in your life before. Wake up. The light is magnificent. Don't go to the dark side and stay in it. Don't go at all. But yeah, Uh, Maybe people think I'm hypocritical by going to my dark times, but no, the reason is I have to, and I know that these messages and me spilling my heart out, putting myself in the front line, trust me, I know, but I'm okay because I know What beauty is beyond this earth. So trust in me. I have no reason to make anything up. All this. I'm not reading off something. I mean, I'm pacing around and whatever. Sometimes y'all hear me saying it's not so good. Sorry. (laughs) But you can just that volume button or pause or rewind if you want. (laughs) And I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm being silly now. Maybe my medicine's kicking in. And that's a good thing. You know, I'm on medical marijuana and I'm thankful I'm not on narcotics prescribed for too long over a decade. But it's it was helping some, but that stuff spirals with other stuff, you know. But medical marijuana is great. Um, so is my favorite place to go in Florida, it's legal, so and finding the right balance of that when your pain goes up, but then it's like the medicine's still the same, but you have to take that dose because it's the only way to take it and then you know vice versa you you know it's you do go on some waves that's just how life's going to be for everything really unless you're flatline don't let the flatline be your drawing okay take the pencil out of your hand when you have felt like you're slipping and you're going and you have no purpose in this world throw the pencil across the room you're not going to draw that out but you can if you think about it and you really want to change you can take that pencil and start to rewrite your story yes that story that chapter Is behind you, if you allow it. But you can revisit it when you need to face certain things so you can release it. Some people heal differently and some people say, no, go. Yes, and I know God's with me, but this is my also healing, even though I know I'm sharing the messages and I know I'm doing exactly what I should be in this moment. I know it. I just do. Trust me. I know tomorrow tomorrow is not freaking promised. The light is beautiful. The joy that you will feel in your life. Think about it. You felt happiness. You've laughed. You might still laugh a little. You might see things that you're like, oh, I don't do that anymore. I didn't pick up my paintbrushes and my paints and my art for a long time because I was put down so much and also I related it to a relationship not so good that that was one of the things. Just put it that way. So. Yeah, I mean, I know what it's like to put stuff down and never pick it up, but you walk past it and you're like, oh, and you just get that twinge in your stomach. You're like, oh, you, you walk in circles sometimes or you know it's in that other room, so you don't want to go in the other room. Stop. If you're at a point where this is hitting and giving you twinges in your stomach a little bit, like you know that that's your life, I know what it's like. I know what it's like. It's heavy. It's very heavy. I pray that, man, peace, love, happiness, goodwill, and God is good. But I pray you'll have comfort in this. If you're having any suicidal thoughts or anything, please get help. Because I know what that's like to feel like you're going under and nobody's there, but there are people there. You're worth it. There's a purpose in this life. The light is beautiful. It's amazing. Get the tools, the right tools. Get away from the people that are the wrong people. I'm not an angel. I'm a messenger, for sure. Have a good moohaha Halloween weekend.